from beyond the dice. Good evening, listeners. Tonight, I do not sound like Luke at all, for I am Peter, and tonight is a special night on this spooky eve. It is a Halloween spectacular of Tree Ridge High Mystery Club. <laughs> and your players are... Ben, I am playing Valbrick's Longtooth, level 2 Dragonborn Bard. Uh, guys, I don't know if we should be here. Luke, and I am playing Agzagar Jugrathi, known as Ags, a level 2 Half-Orc Barbarian. Guys, I got spiderweb all over my freaking face. Oops, sorry for cussing. I'm Levi, and I'll be playing Ada, a paladin. Hey guys, uh, if, if you don't want those candy, uh, like I can eat that for you. Like uh, I don't mind, they, they taste good to me. Uh, hello everyone, my name is Trav. Uh, we'll be playing Brandon Balorfist, a level 2 tiefling warlock. And um, Halloween is just a consumer construct to sell candy. It's lame. You're lame. Not like your family's doing anything special tonight, right, Trap? Nope, no sacrifices whatsoever. <laughs> Alrighty. Now we don't have a previous. Well, we do have previously, but let's. It's not a continual story part because this is a special, so no need to roll those d20s. Woo-hoo. But no, no, I won't recap. You got anyone who wants to listen? You can, you can go back and listen to all that beautiful season of Tree Reach High Mystery. But basically, they're in a town of Tree Reach with a massive tree covering the entire town itself. Um, and we have our four mystery club members who are at Tree Reach High for their first year and now their first Halloween. So let's get on with it. So the bell rings. All the students push open the front doors of the school and burst in a run. They suddenly stop. Above is a banner with the words All Hallows Week. A pumpkin at the end of the banner and below they see in the hallways littered with contents of two dozen lockers, some of which have been tipped over. Miss Jehold stands looking over the mess and turns to the students. Her worried face quickly turns stoic, and she yells, Get to class! Everyone. Uh, Barabrix, you realise that your locker has been toppled over, and your contents of your locker spilling out over the floor. What do you do? I rush over there, (coughs) and start looking to see, you know, start picking everything up, looking to see if anything is missing. Is anyone else, is anyone else nearby? And it's just you at the moment. There's a few rest other students are rushing into the class, and then Mr. Hold, uh, Mr. Hold sees you. That's including you, Balrix. It'll be all f- fixed up soon. Don't worry. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Hold. I, I just want to make sure that nothing's missing. Just, just get the class. It'll be fixed up. It's all good. Okay, ma'am. And sheepishly, I get up and turn and quickly run to class. Okay, so you all enter class, and will everybody roll uh, initiative? Because oh. I want to... Oh, we're going to fight the teacher. <laughs> nice. Love it. Ben for a Ada. Seven. Brandon, oh. six. 
because I probably came late to the party. Ags, 17. Oh, Ags smashed it. So smashes the teacher. Ags, would you like to make it go first or last is your question. Well, I've got a choice. To you're all entering and you, everyone's dressed up for Halloween. So it's going to be a description of what you're wearing. All right. Um, because I've got the I got the highest initiative. Uh, let's say that um, I got to school super early. Um, maybe there's some sort of daylight savings thing, or or, or um, my older brother set my alarm clock wrong, and I rocked up an hour early for school, so I'll be in the classroom. Uh, and as Balgrix walks in, he sees Ags putting his um, his bag in like the bag spot, and he's heading to his desk to sit down. And Ags, who is this sort of a short, runty half-orc who hasn't quite grown into any big, imposing half-orc like most of them in the town, his small frame is uh, not garbed in his oversized leather jacket or corduroy pants. He is wearing a costume. And this costume happens to be the sidekick of the Dragon Knight. The sidekick's name is Newt Drake. He has a long or a tall staff wrapped in yellow fabric and he's wearing this purple eye mask that goes across his uh, eyes and ties around the back of his head and then where his temples are there are these sort of um, these like little newt or uh, Mexican walking fish frill like things you know they have those weird frill things on the side of the head there are those in the purple color poking off the side of it he's wearing this purple uh, and red cape these tiny little non-existent uh, red short shorts with a golden belt buckle a purple vest with uh, an N and a D on the other side of this logo on the center of his chest these long purple gloves that reach up to uh, just just uh, above his elbow, and these uh, gum boots that have obviously been spray painted red to match the rest of the costume. Uh, it looks like it's been completely thrown together, but some decent cosplay. It's not sort of uh, scraps from the op shop. He turns and he sees. Um, Balgrix walking in and he smiles and he sort of tries to spin his staff but it slips out of his hands and clatters to the floor alright Ada so Ada is a lanky bugbear fairly tall for his um, like tall for the class and he is dressed up in his father's clothes so his dad's a, a paladin um, and he's got a beat up old riot shield that his dad let him borrow and then he's wearing a um, one of his old his dad's old shirts the sleeves are like rolled up about three or four times and his mum's sewn a few pictures over the um the police pad so it just says pop instead of any other handle um he really looks like he's um it's not fitting him well but he's really happy and on his head he's got his dad's helmet Except that he's had to like wrap a tea towel around his head and really <laughs> not fitting well. But he's got a massive smile on his face. He's happy. Nice. Uh, so Balgrix walks in. So after he was cleaning up his um, 
his the contents of his locker before he was was ushered to class. Uh, he runs, but it's very difficult for him to run. His kind of oversized head is kind of bouncing back and forth, obscuring his vision. And as he rounds the corner into class, um, he sees he sees his friend dressed up as the sidekick of the Dragon Knight, uh, whereas Balgrix he smirks as he is dressed up as one of the Dragon Knight's um, mortal enemies, Alarax. And Alarax is this great green dragon without wings, but with a with a re- with, with two huge eyes. He's like a vibrant green. And is the way that his mum has like sewn together the costume, his his dragonborn kind of short snout face, like reptilian kind of snout is just dwarfed by the overhanging <laughs> upper and lower lower jaws of this of this giant alarax costume um, and it has like little like kind of like light blue spikes that run down the length of it and it's just this like you know big you know tight spindly kind of like long but spindly arms um, and these you know these, these bright green legs as well and a, and a, and a long tail Nice. And Brandon, uh, what about you? So, um, I as I walk in, um, I have on a faded band T-shirt <laughs> of um, Dragon Force, um, and um, I have on my back like a an electric guitar strapped to my back, and then strung between my horns, I've tied on like little dragons. Um, with love hearts, um, <laughs> and I've decided to come as nice. a horny bard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Not a horny bastard. No, no, that's different. Okay, all right, I got it. All right, so you're ushered in, everyone, all the rest of your classmates have come in as well. Um, you notice Freya is not there. Um, you did uh, over the prior to this week um, here that Freya and her dad um, had gone off to the city um, there was some conference that her dad was working on um, so they're, they're not there um, <clears throat> Mr. Hold closes the door she's like today's lesson is related to all hollows ghosts, ghouls, werewolves what do they all have in common? they're all not real oh, they're real scary what do you mean they're not real? They're figment of your imagination. I beg to differ. There's plenty of these creatures out. In, I've never seen out, one out in out in Tree Ridge itself. Are they all afraid of silver mist? Or potentially, I don't know. I never asked a ghoul. Do we do we know like of um, people in the town that might actually be like a ghoul or a werewolf or a ghost? Yeah, are they like monsters or people <laughs> or you know, people can be monsters. Yeah, we need we need to flesh this out, Peter. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, I think some some of the inhabitants of Tree Ridge would be, uh, like werewolves, potentially ghouls, um, but the, they would not uh, make that publicly known. I would think you might find out. So, so what's it, like? Would a ghoul always look like a ghoul, or is it like a transformation, like a werewolf? I think ghouls would potentially be more stuck inside and they would be sort of permanent form. 
Ah, Maybe okay. sometimes they have to make, make up to disguise themselves or something. A werewolf would be more transformation. No one, no one, no one knows. They're all real scary, miss. Yeah, they are, they are very scary, but that is not what I'm getting at. So what I'm getting at... They all start with G, miss. <laughs> Werewolves don't start with G. Uh, is it not a silent G? Werewolves. No. I thought it was like Noel. Beyonce Knowles? <laughs> It's a type of knoll. We'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> they're all cursed. It sounds very unkind to say that they're cursed. Man. No, it's a technical word. It's like, uh, you, you could say that Ada's cursed because he's always hungry. It's just something that's a part of him. Ah. Well, that's not a curse. That's like a blessing. Yeah, it's a, it's a part of their being. It's not, no need to be, it's not a curse like a swear word or something. I mean, it's it's implied something bad has happened, but it's just part of their being. Um, now, a curse is something that can be lifted, um, but to lift a curse, you need to find the source. What is holding this ghost to this realm? Could it be magic? Could it be something simple like their unburied bones, for example? Ooh, unfinished business? Yeah, there was this TV show on for a little bit. It was called The Winchesters. And it was about some brothers that traveled around trying to stop bad things from happening while they searched for their dad. Um, they had lots of ghosts and stuff in there that was always haunting things because they had unfinished business like, um, I forgot to put out the garbage or this guy stole my boyfriend from me. No, that's a terrible plot device. <laughs> no, never mind. Yeah, like what would happen if the ghost, you know, just, you know, didn't turn off the kettle or like turn off the frying pan on the stove? There would be plenty, too many ghosts in this world. Everyone would have unfinished business. Hmm. No one, no one, not many people die without unfinished business business i would think hey brandon but anyway brandon what? do you think it's cool that we don't do our homework then because then if we become turned into ghosts we i mean if we die we would we'd be turned into ghosts if we uh i don't you know you know what i'm saying we'd live forever yeah maybe i'm never doing homework again uh maybe we'll be forever doing homework oh Ooh. <laughs> just never do homework. oh anyway that was the real terror of Halloween. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And then you lived forever doing math homework. That'd suck. <laughs> <laughs> While you guys are talking, one of the other students in your class puts up his hand. Miss! Miss! What is it? Uh, what was what was that mess in the in the school? Was it was it a ghost? No, don't don't fall for the the rumors of the Tree Ridge High School. Every year, some of the students break in and mess up the school as if a joke. It's not a funny one. And anyone messing with school property. Miss, how, how do you know it's, it's not a ghoul? <laughs> it's an imposter and he rips off the mask. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You have to trust us, teachers. We haven't. There's no evidence of a ghost or a ghoul. Um, but yeah, definitely. Every like like I said, every year students come in, break in, and mess the place up. So don't don't worry, don't worry. You hear the bell 
rings and then pass. And as you're filing out, um, Mr. Hold yells out. Um, now remember, next week will be the end of the semester test. Make sure you study. Unfinished business. <laughs> you all leave. A bit late after a few classes, you end up in outside in the playground. There's all of you um, hanging about this um, playground equipment and a few other of your students, colleagues have come together, intrigued with the sound of rumor. Just, just quickly describe how your characters are hanging out on this playground equipment. Just go the same order as we did before. All right. Um, is it like a like a playground equipment, like as in sli- like a slide, like that sort of stuff? Yeah, slides, monkey bars, like all the normal stuff. You know, those like rope climbing things, pyramids. Um, there's a section of the the playground which are two long bars that are um, adjacent to each other, and hanging off of them there are just like uh plasticky straps that so that you can swing from one to the next um but ags is using his staff and he's just hanging from it trying to do chin-ups because he saw his older brother do them quite easily out in the gym equipment in the garage at his house and uh ags is like struggling to pull himself up and he's like guys wait what have you Guys, can you just help me? I can't, can't get up. Oh, how does Orida do this? It's funnier watching you try. Brandon, just push my legs. I want to do at least one. All right, I go to help and then I just hold him there. <laughs> In place, you don't actually lift him up. No. I roll the nine anyway, so Ag's just like, he's just hanging there. He's like, Brandon, you're not helping. Can I just push and him, he- like just make him sway? Like just push him a little bit? <laughs> And then I help nice. him up. Uh, one. Uh, I drop to the ground. Yeah, good job. So Ada's um, pulled out of his uh, out of his dad's right shield a cardboard baton. So it's just a black cardboard roll painted black. And he's got it and he's just bopping Balgrix going, Hey, Balgrix, can you feel this? Can you feel this? Where's it hurt? Can you feel this? I'm like trying to bop Stop it. it. Stop! And I like start running, like just start running away. And I run because you know I'm not used to how high the, the the costume sits above my head, like how tall it makes me. I try to duck underneath one of these long bars, the one adjacent to where to where Ags is, and it just clones like clothes clothes lines <laughs> the top of the costume, and then I'm just on the ground, like flailing like a turtle. I'm so sorry, Falcon. I'll get you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so while you guys are mucking around the playground, um, you notice a few of your classmates approach, and one of them goes, oh, "Are you the uh, you the, the mystery club guys, right?" Yeah, you know it. Do you guys know anything about this this ghost? Um, there are there there's no ghosts. I don't think. I heard they have unfinished business. I hear it was a ghoul, not a ghost. Yes, maybe they didn't finish their homework. That would that would make sense because it's nearly test time, and maybe if a student you know died around test time, they will really want to finish their test. Yeah, no, that's that's really good point. One, one of the one of the girls that approached pipes up. She goes, uh, "I heard you didn't tell us. You didn't tell us a girl approached Peter." There's a gr- group of people, <sighs> a group of your colleagues, classmates. I heard one of the 
one of the classes many years ago attempted to contact the dead and and but they stayed oh wait 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 they contacted the dead like with a with like a special magic or what uh, i don't i don't know i thought you guys well, how were... did you summon it oh i've heard of this thing called a um a luigi board i think it's called uh, and you can nice. move a thing around and it speaks to ghosts, but I think that was just a game. I think it's called oh, Jumanji. I've heard of them. Jumanji? I yeah. think that's copyright material, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, another, another one of your classmates popped up. Uh, I heard it was like one of the female students who, who cried herself to death in the girl's oh, toilets. Get out. She was like heart, She was like heartbroken or something. And then the one the girls pipes up. That's so dumb, Andrew. You can't die from a heart from being heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, Andy. Yeah, Andy. Hey, Andy. I'm uh, quite unfamiliar with your costume. What costume are you wearing? So, Andy's actually wearing. Let me just make up something here. Uh... <laughs> it's cooler if you don't point it out. <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing. He's actually. I don't know. It's sort of a bit weird, but he's actually dressed up as a prey mantis. Like he's got all this, like green, like he's got green t-shirt, and he's wearing. He's got these like cardboard cutouts for like, you know, feel it. He's like little slithe hands and fillers on top of his head, and he's got really big glasses for his bug eyes. I don't know why he picked. Picked that costume, but that's what he picked. I heard weird things about mantises. Andy turns to the girl who then just called him out for being so dumb. Well, what's your idea? Well, I've done some my research, and I believe it's a conjunction, a combination of spectral animation brought forth on the bilateral alignment of the spherical gravities. Whoa. Hey, isn't your mum... The lady who who owns the shop that sells all the crystals and the the cards and the uh, the dream catchers and stuff. Uh, yeah, that's my mother. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Just her hesitation made me feel like all the kids are gonna be like, boo. <laughs> my mum said that she's just a charlatan. She's just trying to profit off people's vulnerabilities. That's that's not true at all. And then Annie turns to his, well, you just made up all those words to sound impressive. Muriel. Muriel, that did sound impressive. I thank you. And contradictory to your statement, Andy, I know what I'm talking about. You just interrupted my thought process. Well, what's, what's your idea then? You've done it. Like I said, you've broken my chain of thought. No, you just don't know what you're saying. They start, just start arguing each other. <laughs> Andy, Andy, stop mansplaining and let that girl talk. And just as this uh, this argument's getting heated, you see someone enter the scene. You see a very tall character dressed up as Frankenstein. Well, well, I can't believe a bunch of you scrawny misfit bookworms couldn't figure out the real tale of the ghost. What was the name of that place, Dreyus? And you see it's, um, Uradar Jr. has walked in, and also with Kane, Cornerstone. Um, off to the side, there's a couple of trees around the playground. So 
You hear this. Uh, then you see Dreyas jump down. He is dressed up like he's got all like black leather and um, he's got like these pair of fangs and he's like spiked up his hair a bit. Wait, were these were these the the, the friends, the gang members? Yes. So Oradar Junior, Kane Cornerstone, yeah. and Andreas Golden Wave. Oradar Junior. Hey Oradar. Hey brother. Didn't we kill one of their rats? How, how's your rat? Don't you dare talk about my rat. So Dreyas jumps down from a nearby tree. He was like resting. He throws a half-eaten apple at Muriel, who catches it out of reflex. Dreyas gives her a wink. Muriel continues to hold the apple in shock. I have a story to tell you all. Before the town of Tree Ridge was founded. Hold on, I'm just going to open a can of pop while you tell your story. (laughs) I don't even have to edit that in. Nice. Go on. Anyway, anyway, before the town of Tree Ridge was founded, the forest of Tree Ridge was far lustrous and filled with all manners of friendly wildlife. The great forest of Tia Eros Daegia, you know, the great land of the people of the Mother Tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I know those things. Yeah, totally. Keep going was protected by my ancestors, who ruled this land. One of the great battles against the Dark Ones. Many of my ancestors were slain defending these lands, and one of those righteous protectors was betrayed by his comrade and died in horrific, gory bloodbath. Now, his spirit haunts these grounds, seeking vengeance on the unworthy. And he looks at Balgrix. Is he the unworthy one? Balgrix doesn't say anything. He just looks down at his feet. He only appears during each night of All Hallows. Don't fear. We have mystery club members to save us. That's right. You guys. You can get rid of this ghoul. Can't you? This is uh, Kane Cornerstone. Uh... Kane's dressed as a... He's just in a reaper costume. He's got just like a black cloak and he's holding his two daggers. Um, uh, uh, Can I, um, I want to play the Ghostbusters theme song on my electric guitar. You can call on us. Mystery team. I mean, club. Uh, yeah. If the ghost happens to be real, I'm... I'm not sure if we're 100% equipped to deal with it, but I mean, I, I'll give it my best shot. I think. We can definitely deal with it. We, we're the mystery team. We can take this ghost. Club? Club. Yeah. Like, aren't you the saviors of uh, that, that girl, that girl Freya Roberts? Yeah, we, we, uh, we found her. Um, and stuff. We, there was some, yeah, yeah, she was just out near the forest. That's all that happened. Uh, that's all that, uh, nothing could wap- else happened, went on. Yeah. Except for us killing your rat. Ooh. <gasps> Kane, like, spins one of his knife on the tip of his finger. And he's like, goes to look like he's going to throw at you, but he doesn't. He fakes it. <laughs> then Ura goes, yeah, should be easy. Unless saving a single girl from a pack of sickly pups was too hard for you. Just remember, you can't kill a ghost. 
Because they're already dead. <laughs> and then the rest of them join in laughing with them. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that's enough, Oradar. They need to prepare for their next mystery. And I bore this obvious one-sided tort. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Let's let's hit the road and get some burgers. And then Kane goes, Ah, you're going to go hit on that girl at the diner again, aren't you? And then Dreas, like, snaps, looks directly at Kane. He picks him up by his choker with one hand and throws him to the ground. Shut up, you idiot. You're ruining my image. Looks like he's not the only one getting ghosted tonight. Kane uh, scurries back in fear. So he sees Dreas' eyes and then he, um, Dreas pops his collar. Let's roll, boys, before you make any more obscene statements. He pops a pair of uh, dark black sunglasses on and they head out. Bye, uh... Um, guys, what, what did he say the name of the ghost was? Oh. Um, Andy, did you catch the name? Uh, I don't, I don't think he mentioned the ghost name. He just uh, said what the the fortress was called. Yeah, he said something about and the people, the guy who was seeking vengeance. What was his name? Uh, vengeance Lord. I can't remember. What was his name? I don't, I don't, I don't think they gave a name. Oh, but he comes out every Hallow's Eve. Uh, but uh, I was. I was looking in the library to see if there was like, you know, a book on the the history of Tree Ridge High. But uh unfortunately Mr. Hold had booked it out. Hmm. Booked out booked out the book or the library? The whole library. Just just They're just having that a book. Warhammer tournament in there and then you know, there was no space. Is that when they like go around and with their hammers and just smash each other in the face or no, they, they the, set up the Warhammers and then like everybody judges how good they are, how well crafted they are. Yeah. How well, like, yeah, like crafted and the color schemes. Yeah. And all that. It is, it's based purely on how well painted they are. <laughs> well, if you don't mind us, uh, fellow team, uh, fellow classmates, myself and the rest of the Mystery Club have. Uh, have a group meeting, a, a club meeting to attend to. Hey guys, guys, uh, I think we should talk about uh, maybe getting a hold of that book. Um, uh, Belgrix, you really hyped me up by saying that we can do it. Maybe we should investigate this ghost. Like if we get the book from Miss Johard's office, we can learn about the Tree Reach history and the ghost and the guy who's searching out the vengeances and stuff. Uh, and what the what the, tr the school and the fortress thing is? Oh man, this is cool. Yeah, I reckon we can do it, but yeah, sorry guys about putting us in danger, about taunting his rat. I just got so mad when, you know, he, you know, he's just saying that, you know, I'm unworthy because I'm a dragonborn. I wish, I just, just get so mad. It's okay, man. I, I, I feel that too sometimes. The, uh... You feel that I'm unworthy? No, no, no. That people think uh, <laughs> people think that uh, I'm unworthy. Like, uh, do you remember Brand what Brandon's mom said to me at the door? That's that that I'm only a ha half orc and I'm not that bright because I'm a half orc. That's pretty messed up. People say that stuff to, uh, yeah, you know, it's like I get you, uh, but we can prove them wrong, right? We can. That's what we can do. Yeah, I, I thought I. Anything's possible, I guess. I 
I'm a bit concerned though that maybe there's no ghost and maybe that's it's them. They they messed up the lockers and now they're just trying to get us somewhere where they can beat us up. Nah, it's the only plot hook we've got, mate. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if they wanted to beat us up, um, Urda could just invite them to my house and uh, corner me and uh, punch me. That's pretty easy. I mean, but it would be hard to get all of us in my place and beat us all up there, so you, you might be right. But you know what? Today I'm dressed up as Newt Drake. And Newt Drake, Dragon Knight's sidekick, he's awesome. He can do lots of cool stuff and he fights crime and, and stuff. So uh, maybe, you know, I can do the same. If they jump us, I can use my staff. And then uh, Ags looks up the sort of those beams across the monkey bars his staff is still up there uh Ada can you get that down for me please oh yeah yeah no no worries oh I thought you were going to inspirationally like do a pull up he <laughs> <laughs> can't reach it it's too nah. short alright so do we go like are we do you reckon we could go to the diner and like stalk the guys or that sounds a bit like superhero or we could go and talk to Mr. Jahold and say hey please could we borrow that book that you've borrowed or maybe we should just try to you know take the book without annoying if we if we if we if we ask her about it she's gonna be like no stop looking into this and then if the book goes missing yeah. she's not with us maybe we should just Brandon um remember last week's homework that um I kind of helped you do a little bit of and you were supposed to give it in but you didn't maybe what we could do is you can go in to her office pretending like you're gonna put the homework on her desk then take the book yeah and if we get caught we can just be like oh we were just giving a homework to the teacher yeah uh, i mean it's worth a shot she might have um i don't know taken it home or she could have it with her but it's worth yeah i can like like you know how you know my my acid glands are still coming in and they like leak a bit still like maybe i'm outside and i you know it, it leaks on one of your books yeah maybe i sneeze and it sneeze. goes everywhere on someone's books maybe a bit on their clothes and then we just cause a whole bunch of com bunch of commotion outside her office and she has to come out mm. that's if she's in there let's try and see if she's not in there when i i walk in if she comes back sneeze on her no not on her i don't think i'll sneeze on her but yeah, I can make a big fuss. Oh, like <laughs> crying, crying. You know, we, we, well, let's go. Let's go find Mrs. Berhold's room. All right, so you guys get back into, back into the school. And so what are you doing? So you go to, back to the classroom, back to Mrs. Uh, Jahold's classroom. Yeah, or her office or wherever. Is that, is that where she has her office? Or does she have, like, is there a staff room? Or does she have her own office? You're not quite sure. You've only seen her at that desk. And there is, you do know that there is a staff room, but that's probably where like all of this, you know, all the teachers are. Yeah. Okay. So she has her desk yeah. in her, in her classroom. So is there a class at the moment? Uh, currently not. It's still, uh, let's say it's, it was um, lunch break. Okay. So can I knock on the door and yeah, see yeah. if anyone answers? So you knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. You don't hear anyone inside. I try the door. Is it open? Yes. 
I... Well, actually, I... Can we go via my locker so I can get the homework? I did actually do it. I just didn't hand it in. Is it in your bag? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I grab it out of my bag and, like, have it in my hands as I walk through the door as a plausible alibi in case anything happens. Uh, as you enter, there's no one in the room. Um, and, yeah, so you're just going to approach her desk? Yeah. Um, what was the name of the book again? Uh, you don't know. It's just, it was like some Histories history of book. History of Tree Reach. History of Tree Reach. Okay, so I scan the obvious places like on her desk um in the bookshelf you don't see any anywhere like on the desk or around on the walls or anything Mm -hmm. um there is the part of the desk does have some drawers which um there seems to be locked as well um i i duck my head back out and i say very quickly to um Ada and to Ags. Um, hey guys, I'm I'm gonna actually have to do a bit of searching, so just keep an eye out for me, okay? Um, so just just as you're you're doing that, I think like let's say let's say Ags spots a teacher walking down the hallway. What's what it? do you guys do? Uh, Ags is going to walk towards the teacher. Um, pretending to look through his bag and bump into them. Yeah. Okay. That gives me a little bit, bit of time. So I, I duck back inside, mm-hmm. and then I start searching the drawers as quickly as possible. So all her drawers are locked. Um, you'll have to either break the lock or slide a hand or get some sort of get control of the key or something to get access to those drawers. Oh man, I'm just a kid. Hey, <laughs> I can't pull some kind of BS. <laughs> um, I head back out and I report back to the boys. Uh, I mean, I could melt the locks. Oh, not this again. But but it, it would be pretty obvious that. I'm <laughs> this is your answer to everything. <laughs> just. Yeah, I know, it works so well. When I uh, bump into that teacher mm-hmm. before Brandon comes out, yeah, can I, um, when I bump into them, ask them, oh, so, uh, s- sorry, sir, uh, where, where's Miss um, Jaholt right now? Is she in her, like, her other office or something? Uh, why did you want to see her? Oh, my friend just had some homework to drop off. It was due last week. He's gonna get in big trouble. We gotta, we gotta like, sort of see her as soon as possible. I think I saw her in the teachers' lounge. Oh, in the teachers' lounge? Okay. Yes. Um, but what is, where does she have her own office, or is it just in the classroom? Oh, most of us just have a, of like, unless you're head of, you know. The sections of the school you we all most of the teachers have their own their office is their classroom okay thanks sir um okay thank you um i like your costume by the way you dressed up as a as a professor that's that's cool i guess um uh, <laughs> see thank you th- it's, it's, it's always see good ya. to dream see ya goodbye bye bye as i run <laughs> towards you guys and 
out loud as Brandon comes back out the door. It seems that Mrs. Jehold is uh, in the, the the staff room there, and this this classroom here is also her office. Looking out the corner of his eye. Yeah, it's um, I don't really know what to do because it's not anywhere obvious, and I can't get in. The thing's uh, locked. Try this. I uh, and he hands him the screwdriver. I washed all the blood off of it from <laughs> from our last adventure. It was pretty gross at the end of it. You want me to break a lock for a teacher? I'm not strong enough to do that. That's your job. Me? I'm not that strong. You pretend like it's your homework. Say you were handing it in for me. Did you try, like, just shaping it? Maybe the lock's not very good. Brandon, what about your freaking magic, man? Man, I don't want to do magic. Last time I did magic, like... Think people got hurt? No, not people. A gross cat, which was pretty messed up. But, uh, I mean, it's in the school. Um, they do practice magic here, so maybe it will be. Uh, sorry, just, just uh, as you guys are talking, you see, Mr. Hold start walking down back to class, damn. and um, the bell rings. End a break. Uh, is it like imminent that she's going to get here? Uh, like you probably <laughs> have, like you could probably duck in and then you have to run in and run out. You might have like a couple seconds, but mm. the bell has gone as well. So class is on, and this kids start running around. Where's our next class? Uh, you guys have a different classes. Depend. Some of you are diff- yeah, different classes, so it might not be Mr. Holt's class. Maybe we should try this later after school. Let's go to class. I don't want to be late. Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, let's go. All right. So you guys go off to class. You finish the day. Um, you decide to come back later that night after the school is closed. So um, that night, you all rock up. Are you still in your costumes? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have a chance to go home. Sure. Some of you that did, you rock up with your, your new bikes, brand new bikes that you got from the military guys uh, end of last season, and you park them all in, I think, in one of the bushes and hide them. You rock up to the entrance. Uh, strangely enough, the front doors are slightly ajar. This is exactly like last time. It could be the old groundskeeper guy and his old hound. Could be the venge- vengeance lord of Hallow's Eve from the Mother Tree. Yeah, you're right. <gasps> okay. Can I have my screwdriver back? Just in case. Yeah. Actually, what am I talking about? I've got this. And he holds his staff out. <gasps> it's made out of an old broom. So you guys uh, enter? Let's creep in, boys. So roll dim stealth. Eight for Ada. Ags 14. Oh, crit of Balgrave. Oh, nice. 15 for Brandon. You guys are sneaking pretty well. Um, you're, it, what are you using for light source? Anything at all? Or just... I, mean, I think most of you have dark vision. I have a spectral daisy just out in front of me with a lamp, and he lights my way. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have that... We do, I do have a torch if we... If Balgrix wants to use it, but otherwise, um, torch, please. Give you the torch. 
Valkyrie, are you still in your your costume? Yeah, I'm like a ninja now. I've got, got used to it over the day. It's so soft that you can't hear the footfalls because it's so plushy and. <laughs> Maybe you go first, but don't shine it in our eyes because we can uh, we can kind of see a little bit. And if you blind us, that's it's gonna. Wait, yeah. what? And I turn around because I can't hear. It's all muffled. And I shine the light in their face. <laughs> I start to sizzle. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you turn turn back around, Barracks, you see standing before you um, is. Fully armoured elven warrior. So they've got shield, sword, full plate armour, and helmet. Now, Valgrix's like, he's like, uh, uh, uh so, uh, hey, mister, uh, so, so, sorry, uh, who, who are you? Just as you ask that, the elven soldier raises his sword in the air and then strikes down initiating combat whoa that's rude i have to question the attack <laughs> who are you stab <laughs> yeah why would you wait i'm gonna I'm hey, we're the murder hobos okay because balgrix rolled a one which i guess is all right because he's just <laughs> been attacked ags four for initiative balgrix one eggs four brandon ten and ada got a ghetto crit Oof. And I will roll. Alright. Uh, Ada, you boosted with your speedy reflexes. Get to first strike. Alright, so I'm just going to be like shoulder charging him because I've got a cardboard roll and a riot yep. shield. So I'm just going to do a strength check to shove him. Yep. Yeah, that sounds legit in the rules. Look, go ahead. Uh, so I've got a 12 who. Push him backwards. Just get the shield up and just charge. Yes. Uh, what was your AC to hit? What was your roll? At 12. Peter writes his D&D stories like a uh, choose your own adventure. It's like, if you choose to attack, go to page 19. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Should have ran away. <laughs> oh, no, choose your own adventure. They're always good. So 12 to attack, yeah. Yeah, so you hit, but it's just, it's pretty solid the armor and you don't seem to have done anything to it you just bounce off next up is the ghost as it slimes down its sword onto Bowgrix uh, 18 versus AC that hits okay and that's gonna be five damage oh is it like <clears throat> when I hit with a sword <coughs> is it like is it gonna like is it gonna cut into me or is it just you, like you realize, like, it actually didn't cut you. It's actually blunt. Is he rendered? Good. Keep it a PG. Nice. When my uh, child character is slashed through <laughs> in half with a sword, <laughs> blood, his guts spill out onto the floor. His oh. comrades cry as his companion dies. No. Uh, it also takes another quick swing at you, which will do another five damage. I'm gonna at that stage um, try and protect him because I'm a yep. coven. So I'm just gonna put my shield, annoy him with my shield, causing him to take disadvantage on okay. that roll. That was a reaction. Oh. Uh, nine versus AC. <laughs> no! <laughs> misses. Yeah, so he misses you with a swing and swing, it bounces off 
the shabby ten damage. <laughs> Dumb ghost, don't hurt my friends. Ghost chips. <laughs> I don't want any of your ghost ghost chips. Like when you hit chip off the paint. Uh, next we've got Brandon. Okay, I um take off my guitar and I take a swing. <laughs> and then. Ghetto crit. Get a crit. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. How much temp- roll your damage, sir? That's a good question. What's uh? Didn't I, I honestly didn't think that I would be rolling any damage. <laughs> what's uh? What's is like improvised weapon? What's improvised weapon damage? Ah, uh, one d four. D six. Oh, it is it d four? Yeah. It's a. It's a. Yeah, it is d four. D four. Yeah, one damage. You gotta roll twice though, cause you critted. Plus your strength mod. Plus your strength mod. Three damage. Two damage. <laughs> Sorry, how much total? <laughs> Three. Uh, next is Axe. At first, he's afraid. Then he hears the yelp of his friend. He was petrified. He, was petrified. <laughs> uh, he hears a, his yelp from his friend Balgrix. And this rage takes over. And Axe like, seems to hunch a little bit. His, his muscles grow just... His non-existent muscles grow by a millimeter. And he... He swings the yellow staff, quarter staff that he's holding uh, at the ghost. And that, sir, will be uh, 17 versus AC. Uh, that's... Hits, but doesn't seem to do. Like, doesn't move the ghost. Um, but and then just bounces off. Boom. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, get this ghost. We'll get him. Uh, and then we have Balgrix. So Balgrix, seeing that his friends aren't able to do anything against the ghost, runs ducks past the ghost. So I might be taking an off attack. But he's gonna run straight for the um, for the desk. He's gonna play the objective. Uh, technical terms. Uh, that will be ten versus AC. Misses. Complaints. Dodges out of the way. Rushes to the rushes to the desk. Ah, uh, sorry. Just just before you get that far. Just as you passed the armor, the ghostly armor, you see something even more horrifying you see this faded green outline of a soldier whose body seems impossibly held together its jaw is smashed to the side only hanging by a thread its skull has been smashed in and a great split peers down the middle one of its arms is missing and both its legs seem shattered with tiny fragments floating in midair, acting like they're still part of the body. It moves towards you and unleashes an unearthly scream. Run, guys! As you see that ghost, suddenly you hear out from like one of the gaps in the lockers. Uh, uh, Dre, there's something next to you. Shut up! I've, I've got these guys. Dre, there's. There's a real ghost on you. What are you talking about? So what was the armoured elf you were fighting? 
takes off his helmet and you see it's Dreus, gold weave inside. And he turns around to see the actual ghost. Uh, what is that? Guys, let's get out of here. And the gang flees the scene. So as Dreus and the gang flee the scene, the real ghost leans out with its only arm and it goes to grab you, Balgrix. Balgrix stumbles back and screams, Guys, help me! And that's where we'll end this part of the episode. Thanks everybody for downloading this Halloween spooktacular episode of Tree Rich High Mystery Club. <laughs> Thanks for listening to it. It was a great fun prepping and playing. Luckily, no one died this time. Well, we wouldn't say lucky, but we'll see, we'll see next time. I knew guys were dead. None of them were us. That was great. Um, to find out who else might die and to find out about our new and upcoming and old episodes, you can go to our website, www.beyondthedice.com. That's pretty well a catch-all for all of our stuff, links, store, Discord. Go check out our website. Or uh, you can follow us on Instagram at on uh, at Beyond the Dice. Uh, we take pictures of fun things, mainly painting miniatures, but that's okay. Check us out, Instagram now. Check us out at Facebook. gaming and chatting and just catching up and stuff like that during these strange isolation stay-at-home times uh, so feel free to jump on there if you just search beyond the dice discord um, also our website has the uh, link and actually a plug-in there as well uh, like levi said you can see discord in uh, the page on our website so i uh, head over there um, and if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to store.beyondthedice.com. Um, now, if you can afford some, some sweet merch, um, and we've got plenty of different types of designs over there. It's not just our logo um, and that sort of thing. We've got character designs. We've got designs that are sort of uh, based around RPG, D&D, fantasy, sci-fi sort of stuff as well. Uh, so it's not just podcasting merch, there's all different types of stuff and the, the quality of the fabrics is really, really awesome. Uh, there's masks there now, new mugs, uh, so when you're able to leave these ISO times and you're going to go camping or something, you can check out a sweet uh, Beyond the Dice mug there. There's a Tree Reach one out at the moment, um, and like I said, masks, so if you have to go to work... Um, and be around people and have to wear a mask or want to wear a mask um, or have to wear a mask when you go to the shops we've got them um, and I've got a couple on the way to myself as we speak which is pretty sweet now if you can't afford to uh, purchase merchandise at the moment because times are hard it's totally understandable we get it um, you know we're not we're not telling you to go buy anything but uh, please, you can support the show for free by uh, telling a friend, uh, sharing um, your, your thoughts uh, about the podcast on social media, 
uh, you know, sending somebody a link, you know, any of those sort of things, even just come say hi to us on the Discord. You know, some of us are on almost every day, um, others aren't. Uh, but anyway, just come say hi or share the show. It'd be really awesome to um, to speak to you and um, have some interaction. Um, another thing, as of when this is released, I should have a an alpha release for our um, our supplement we use to run the regular um, story. So the cyberpunk setting that we use for the podcast, uh, I had somebody, a listener, uh, greeking out. They uh, got in touch with us on on Discord and asked for any um, of the rules and stuff we use for firearms and all the cyberpunk stuff. So I'd been putting that together slowly over time, and I've just gotten a, a sort of, a, yeah, a, an alpha a version one document together ready to send out and that should be out pretty soon so um, check our website for that one it'll definitely be up there um, with saying all of that stuff may you go out into the deep dark nights of tree reach and hopefully not get eaten by something that peter has created that is incredibly haunting mm, avoid haunting Definitely creeping. All right. Avoid railings. <laughs> Avoid railings. <laughs> Avoid railings. No. Pretty cool. Hopefully you don't um, bump into any shame bears. <laughs> <laughs> Worst kind of bear. All right. Peace out. Peace, Bye. guys. Bye. See ya. The ghost ghoul goes to grab you, Barbrix. Oh, why is it always Barbrix? <laughs> no, well, X... X got uh got grabbed by the random uh ghost in the woods who ended up being like the part of the tribe. Yeah, but exactly. He gets grabbed by good ghosts. <laughs> mm, that's true. I got Are they kidnapped. Ever really good ghosts. We'll find out next episode. <laughs>